Hello, everyone, and welcome back to your favorite podcast, Off the Internet Podcast. I'm Kelly. And I'm Trisha. We are so excited for the episode today. We're talking about children. I don't know how old all the kids are in the stories, but all the stories we have today involve children or like kids. Like, you know how we are someone's children? Yeah. So I feel like they could be our age, but they're still someone's kid. So that's even if they're adult children. That's the that's the term. Yeah. Do you have any life updates? Um, no. <laughs> I really don't. I, well, I feel like... So Kelly and I spent Easter together. So oh, I yes. feel like it was so recent. Like, it was, like, yeah. last weekend. So there's nothing really new I know, we've already between the up. two of us. Yeah. yeah. Actually, one of the stories... I'm glad you brought that up because when I was pulling together the stories today, I was like, ooh, I can use something that we did on Easter as an example yeah. in one of these stories. Okay. So I'll bring up Easter later. I'm glad you said that because I probably would have forgotten already. We had a great time, though. It was so fun. And it was a beautiful day. It was so pretty outside. Spring has sprung. Yeah. I'm wearing spring socks, kind of, that that my mom got me for Easter. They're Bombas. Cute. Which are like those buy one pair and then they give a pair. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I think they donate a pair. So for all of the uh, non-YouTube watchers and my colorblind friends, they're like pink, (laughs) yellow, white. Cute. (laughs) Spring color. Wait, it's so funny that you're wearing interesting (laughs) socks because on the last episode, Erin was wearing turtle socks or snowman socks oh really yeah and she was talking about her turtle socks and then somebody commented on her youtube and was like i love the turtle socks like like beauty and the little things and i was like wait that's so true i like that yeah i just have black socks not worth showing that's okay yeah i guess they can be beautiful yeah right yeah a beautiful neutral true everyone loves a neutral yes that's so true Okay, let's jump right in. Should I do the story first that involves Easter? Sure. Okay. The story doesn't involve Easter, but I'm going to compare it to something we did on Easter. Mm -hmm. Am I the asshole for not giving a child the puck I caught at the game? Tonight at the Islanders game, I was fortunate enough to... This is just like making me laugh. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sometimes when it's really sunny outside and I've been like listening to music all day, I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. And then I read the titles and they just make me laugh, even though they're not funny at all. (laughs) Tonight at the Islanders game, I was fortunate enough to catch my first puck at a game after 25 years of attending games. Even at 34 years old, it was exciting to finally grab a puck after all these years. My first thought after I caught it was I can't wait to give this to my kid. My kid absolutely loves hockey and the Islanders as much as I do. A minute after I sat down, people were in my ear telling me I should give it to a kid that was a few rows up. I kindly explained that I have my own kid and I would really love to give it to him. Instead of just taking what I said and letting it go, they crucified me for the rest of the period, calling me an a-hole and some other choice words. It got so uncomfortable that we left after the second period. My question is, am I the asshole for not giving the puck that I caught to another kid and wanting to save it for my own son? Personally, I don't feel like it's an unreasonable thing. The way they acted, you would have thought I stole the puck right out of the kid's hand. Seriously, need to know because it's been bothering me since I got home. All right. (laughs) 
So I have to say, growing up and going to sporting events, I never remember people catching a ball and immediately finding a kid to give it to. Yeah. And I don't know, like, maybe because when I would go to sporting events and if we would catch a ball or... I never went to a hockey game, but if, if we caught a puck, like, I was a kid, so maybe that's why I never remember it, like, being given yeah. away, because either I was, like, with other kids, or I was the kid, or whatever, like, who got the ball, so I never really had to worry about, like, giving it away, but I feel like it wasn't as common, like, a few years ago, but now, like, there's social media, and everyone wants to be, like, the good Samaritan, or get on, like, the, like, good news Instagrams and stuff, like, it's, yeah. like, expected, but... I don't know. That's I. I understand. I get it. I get the sentiment behind it. It's a lovely, like, very nice thing. But yeah. Also, I don't know. It's exciting to catch a ball. Like, that's so exciting. I feel the same way. I feel like he's not the asshole at all. Right. Because first of all, who even cares? Like, they don't know what his life is. When he yes. told them he's giving it to his own kid, they should have just let it go. But I don't even think, even if he wanted to keep it for himself, I still think that's fine. Right. And I feel like adults are allowed to. To get excited over things too yes and I you was don't, gonna say like yeah. he's also a big fan yeah and you don't have kid. exactly like he grew up going to these games and he never got it when he was a kid and he finally got it now like what's the difference mm-hmm. he loves them just as much and it means just as much to him yeah so I just think that you're allowed to have experiences as an adult and you don't have to give them to kids just because there are kids around you. Mm -hmm. And what I was comparing it to is on Easter, we did an Easter egg hunt. Right. Which is typically for kids, but we've never done that. Or not that I remember growing up. Like did we Okay. Mm -mm. I didn't think so either. Well maybe when we because we used to go to our grandparents' house like Easter morning. Yeah. Um and they've passed so we don't like go we don't really get together Easter morning anymore. So now we do different things each year I guess for Easter. So I feel like we might have done it in the morning when we were like little little kids. If we did I don't remember it. So I was like oh my god it would be so fun if we did an Easter egg hunt. We're all adults. So Trish and I are cousins in case you Mm -hmm. didn't know. So our sisters were there. Our parents Trisha's boyfriend was there, Trisha's brother-in-law, mm-hmm. and actually a few friends were there as well. And we had an Easter egg hunt, and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. It was so funny. We were laughing the entire time, running around, just getting into it so much. Yeah. Our parents are laughing at us. Like, it was so much fun. Yeah. And I was thinking, that is something that's typically for kids. So if there was a situation where an adult was like, oh, instead of you guys doing that, you should let the neighbor's kids do that. Or like, let those kids over there participate instead of you. I would be like, no, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Yeah. And I've never gotten to do it that I remember. And I'm like, I'm going to do this for myself. So I was thinking about that comparison when I read this story. And I'm like, no, not the asshole. Like, you're allowed to have experiences as an adult and you're not obligated to give them to children just because there are children near you. Yeah. And I have to say that Easter egg hunt, arguably more fun as an adult (laughs) because you can be so aggressive. You don't have to worry about making someone cry. Yes. And like so competitive and like you don't have to worry about like some little kid getting upset that you stole their egg. Yes. So (laughs) true. We were like cut through but then we all ended on the same team yeah so I don't know how that happened but it came together at the end my boyfriend and my brother-in-law hid the eggs and we were trying to all collectively they hid them pretty well they did well yeah trying to like team up and find them all and we had to do two rounds because we all gathered together after we thought we found them all and we counted them up and we did not find them all yeah so we had to go again (laughs) 
It was so fun. It was fun. I made a video during it, and then I put all the clips together. Yeah, just, it was so I funny. actually put it on my Instagram story, and I was like, is this really annoying? Because the whole time in the video, we're just, like, screaming and running and <laughs> laughing and, like, breathing heavy <laughs> in, the, in the video. But anyway, I thought it was so funny. So highly suggest doing an Easter egg hunt as an mm-hmm. adult, but... Yeah, I think the guy's not the asshole. Yeah, I don't think so either. And for the most part, I mean, I don't know, like, kids have different temperaments, but, like, unless you tell the kid you should have that puck, he should give it to you, the kid won't think that. That's such a good point. And they won't get upset. Yeah. But unless you put that thought into their head, they think, okay, that guy owes me that puck. That is my puck by my right as a child. Yeah. (laughs) So just, like, don't... Yeah. Say it. That is yeah. such a good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. the kid's not expecting the adult to hand it to him. Or right. he shouldn't be. Or they right. shouldn't be. Right. You never know. But the top comment is not the asshole. I don't give a puck what those other people said. <gasps> good one. <laughs> good one. Someone said, a bunch of rude mother puckers, if you ask me. <laughs> I just can't believe the guy turned around. Like, I would get it. If somebody, I mean, I still think it would be out of line, but if someone was like, hey, like that kid right there, he's been trying Mm -hmm. to catch the puck the whole game. Like if you want to give it to him, I'm sure he'd really like it. Mm -hmm. But as soon as the guy said, oh, you know what? I'm taking it home to my kid Mm -hmm. and they're really going to love it. The person should be like, oh, that's just as good or whatever. Or if the adult was like, I've always wanted to catch a puck. This is my first time in 36 years and I'm so excited. Like, I need to keep this for my memory box or like whatever. Mm -hmm. As soon as they say they don't want to, like, they're not obligated to do anything. They should have just let it go. Yeah. You just gotta respect each other. Agreed. You don't know the full extent of any situation for the most part. Agreed. Am I the asshole for asking my brother to pay $30,000 for my engagement ring? I hosted a family dinner over the weekend. My brother brought my nephews, four and eight, over as well. I used to wear my engagement ring all the time, but lately I keep it in my walk-in closet and mainly wear it for special occasions. While I was cleaning up the dinner table, my nephews went to play while the adults were still in the outdoor patio, outdoor kitchen area. My brother was not supervising his kids. During this time, my nephews went into the master bedroom without anyone knowing and started playing with everything, including my engagement ring. When we came to look for them, they panicked because they know they aren't supposed to be upstairs, ran into the master bathroom, and flushed my ring. I would be livid. Oh my god. We called a plumber in case it was somehow in the trap of the toilet and not actually gone. But nope, unfortunately, it was gone for good. We still had the original receipt, so I called my brother. I emailed him a scanned copy as proof of the cost and asked him to reimburse me for the ring my nephew flushed. Immediately, he started calling me an asshole because we were family and he was just a child. He has refused to repay the cost of my ring. I told him I will be taking him to court for this, and now my entire family is blowing up my phone, saying families shouldn't sue each other and just let it go there are a few edits but that was the original post do we want to give our first thoughts wow okay i don't know i think that they're both kind of in the wrong here i don't know okay why do you think the op is in the wrong it just thirty thousand dollars that's a lot of money and i don't really know like ballparks for engagement ring prices but i think that's well beyond the average i was gonna say i think that that is like extremely higher range than most people's engagement rings so like the fact that like it's just a um yeah it's like a not average ring so then it's like not an average situation i don't know okay you know what i mean if it was like a five thousand dollar ring then i think that's a lot more reasonable to ask for reimbursement but thirty thousand dollars like that's like college tuition like Mm -hmm. a new car I don't know. 
I feel though like you could make the opposite argument and be like, if it was only five thousand, sure, don't sue your family over True. a smaller amount of money. Five thousand dollars is still a lot, yeah. but obviously compared to thirty thousand dollars, it's not. But I could almost see the opposite argument of like, don't make a big fuss over this relatively small amount of money. But because it's worth so much, yeah. who knows how long her husband saved up for it? Like maybe I don't know. Maybe she really, really values engagement rings, and that was the one thing they like spent all this money on and everything else is kind of like not as important to them. I mean, this is, I guess, irrelevant at this point, but I think it's stupid to have an item that's worth that much and not have insurance on it. I was just gonna say like, yeah, do they not have insurance on it? I feel like they should, before she is telling her brother, just repay me out of your own pocket and before she takes him to court, I feel like they should all look into their insurance policies, their homeowners insurance, and then see if they could potentially get any of it covered and maybe then the brother pays the premium or the deductible or whatever. I feel like maybe that's step one. But at the same time, I'm really trying to put myself in these shoes. I guess it also depends on your financial situation Mm -hmm. because if I just had like millions of dollars and this was just one little thing, I'd be pissed off for sure. But would I sever a relationship with my brother over it? Hopefully not. But $30,000 is so much money. Mm-hmm. And an engagement ring is sentimental on top of just the mm-hmm. monetary value of the ring. I think the brother should pay it. I think, or at least he should try to use his insurance or or something. I don't know. I know. I know. That's hard. Like, you take responsibility for your kids and yeah. shit happens. Mm-hmm. And you need to... Like, if the kids went into a store and stole a ring... And then, I don't know, lost it and they could never return it. They would face consequences. Yeah. He would either have to pay fines or the or someone would, like, go to jail or something, depending yeah. on how old the kids were. So just because they were in a home and it was his sister, they should just face no consequences and the, the OP should just be out 30 grand. Like, there should be consequences. This is so hard. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to, like, form judgments, but if you can spend 30000 on a ring, like, you have to be well off. Right. Unless you just, like, really, really value an engagement ring over, like, any other cost yeah. of life. I don't know. I, I would assume that they have to be well off maybe they were at one point they might not be still I don't know but like that's a lot of money for a ring so but yeah I I would be very upset about it knowing the value of it but also for my brother to pay that back I don't know I'm talking in circles I know it's so hard yeah I mean I guess like the easy answer is yeah it was his kids his responsibility he needs to pay for it right but family relationships are so complicated Mm -hmm. like is that is the value of a ring a piece of jewelry that you barely wear is that worth severing a relationship with your brother and his kids like I don't know I guess to some people it is right but maybe that's a privileged way of thinking like if you had enough money to just replace the ring Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be worth it and also maybe she doesn't feel guilty asking for someone else to replace it because in her her eyes it's easy or right to replace it and also I feel like if I was in the really privileged financial situation and my brother wasn't I would take that into account when like if you look at it in black and white you shouldn't like in black and white the brother should pay back Mm -hmm. what the kid lost but then if the brother is already struggling is the sister really going to be like I need compensation for my engagement ring that I never wear when you're struggling to like live a normal life Mm -hmm. but if the brother is over here Mm balling and he can afford it 
then I feel like that's an easier situation. Yeah. And he should give it. I feel like there's so many factors that in black and white wouldn't matter. But in this situation, they kind of do matter. Or I would take them into consideration if it was me. I would, if there was no insurance on it, I would maybe, like, try and split the cost just to come to, like, a compromise. Would you split the cost, though, if your brother was, like, a millionaire? Like, if it would be an easy sum for him to just cut you a check and pay you and he wouldn't even notice it was gone. Yeah, so I feel like (laughs) this is so hard. I don't know. My other thing I was going to say is if, if, like, the the brother is struggling financially or even like you are you know like or it's it's hard for either of you to pay the 30,000 and get the ring back I would still want a replacement ring but I might settle for a different ring maybe not of the same value because then I would still have an engagement ring yeah that is still like that special item to me but maybe it didn't cost as much as the original but then I would still have my like a ring yeah like I don't know I feel like it's also hard because you could be like, well, it's the brother's fault because he wasn't supervising his kids. Yeah. But it's not like they're one and two. They're four years old and eight years old. I was going to say that too. Yeah. Like you're not expecting, maybe a four-year-old because they don't really understand the concept of something that's really valuable. But an eight-year-old, like kids are very smart. So you're not just expecting your eight-year-old to go into your sister's closet, go into a jewelry box, take out an engagement ring, get scared when they hear you coming, run into the bathroom and flush it down the toilet like you're just right. not expecting that so i i do cut the dad some slack there but i do i mean it's still his fault i am so curious about why they thought to flush it and not yeah. just like drop it on the floor or like yeah i just put it back they just probably were like oh they should never know that we took it like they won't even realize it's gone because they don't know that this ring costs thirty thousand dollars <sighs> and it's an engagement ring what a weird instinct <laughs> True. There's a few edits. Okay. No, the ring was not insured. I found out the day after my nephew flushed it. Awesome. (laughs) That's a great time to figure out that you don't have insurance. My husband says he forgot and in the end never actually insured it. Well, this is a lesson to everyone. If you have a very expensive item, especially something so small. Yes. That you use daily, or typically you do. You wear it daily. You you use your hands daily. Yeah. And it's so small. Totally. Totally. (laughs) That's mind-blowing that someone that spent that much money on an engagement ring just forgot to get insurance. I mean, obviously it happens in life, but if I was given that ring, I'd be like... (laughs) Let me see the policy. Yes. Like right now. My brother says he does not have the money to repay even $100 a month and has refused any kind of repayment plan. That's kind of so. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm being too judgmental, but $100 a month, I feel like unless he's really struggling. Yeah. But if he's like middle class or upper middle class, anywhere in there, I feel like you got to take responsibility Mm -hmm. for your kids' actions. He said, I live in a nice enough house and if I want a replacement, I should just sell my car see that's what i said it's literally the cost of a car (laughs) yeah literally the brother is telling his sister if you want a new ring it sucks that my kid flushed your ring down the toilet and you should just sell your car so now what now you'll be out your engagement ring and your car yeah because not of his stupid kid. Yeah, not the brother, like, victim blaming and being like, well, if you want a replacement, you should just sell your car. What? What kind of... Okay, now I'm team OP. <laughs> the brother's an idiot. My brother, to this day, has not truly apologized. It was a Canadian... St- 
Oh, I thought it said it was a Canadian story. It was a Canadian sorry. Sorry, not sorry. A Canadian sorry. I don't know. I've never heard that term. Okay. <laughs> no offense to anyone in Canada. <laughs> I feel like that's like an offensive term. Like Canadian yeah. sorry. Does that mean when people apologize, but they don't mean it? Or like they just avoid it? <laughs> Are we just like making Canadians seem like yeah. they're not genuine? Weird. Okay. Anyway, he said kids will do what is normal for kids and they shouldn't be held responsible for a ring. Well, the kids aren't. The dad is. Yeah. They were supposed to supervise their kids outdoors with the rest of the family while I was busy cleaning up. Oh, this is getting worse and worse for the dad. I don't believe for a second that my brother and his wife cannot pay for the cost of my engagement ring. They don't make anything near my husband, but they have a combined income of around $250,000. Come on. You can pay $100 a month if you're making $250K. They don't pay rent or anything because my... My parents gifted them their old house valued at $3.5 million in Toronto, Canada. Stop. Back when I bought my parents a new house years ago. Oh, the brother is so wrong. Yeah. So wrong. There is no mortgage on the home my brother lives in. The only things my brother and his wife would have to pay for is the cost of raising their children, normal bills, and food. I feel so distraught because my ring holds great sentimental value. I've already been speaking with my husband's family lawyer, but at this point, I'm ready to hire a PI to find out if they really don't have the money. Oh, I would... Yes, court. I think court is the answer. Yeah. So, not to just, like, totally, like, make these assumptions, but it sounds like this guy, this brother, has not really had to deal with that many issues in life if he was, like, given his house, like, a doesn't $3. have A $3.5 million, million dollar house, house. For free. Yeah. So, now that he stumbles upon this, like, true issue... Yeah. He's, like, running away from it, and he's like, no, it's not real, it's not legitimate, it's not my fault, like, come yeah. on, buddy. Take some responsibility. After some. The, yes. Just some. <laughs> After the evidence that is presented, I... I would take on the court too. That's crazy. Wow. Top comment. Not the asshole. His circus, his monkeys. He wasn't watching them. That's on him. The majority vote was not the asshole. I say not the asshole. The brother's the asshole. Wow. That it's one settled. was very interesting. Yeah. And obviously it's easy for me to say the brother should just pay it because if it was my kids, I wouldn't want to pay it either. Oh, right. But you have to take responsibility yeah. for your children. Yeah. Okay, speaking of money, here's another one. Would I be the asshole if I made my 10-year-old sister use her birthday money to pay me back? I, 24 female, recently moved back in with my parents so I could finish trade school. My little sister, 10, and I share a Jack and Jill bathroom. I had been noticing slime and spilled wax all over the countertops and the light switch in my side of the bathroom. And I had talked to my parents about keeping my little sister out of my side of the bathroom. Well, two weeks ago, I was supposed to go on a date but couldn't find any of my makeup. I asked my little sister if she had taken it out of my bathroom and her response was, I didn't even know you wore makeup. She's a good kid, so I believed her and figured I must have lost my makeup in the move, which pissed me off because I buy expensive stuff since I don't use it too often. I ended up going to the store that day and just replacing the concealer and foundation worth $100 since I couldn't afford to replace my whole set. Well, this morning, I wake up to find my old concealer and foundation sitting right on top of the new ones I just bought. I asked my mom if she had found it somewhere and she said she never touched it. 
it. It was pretty obvious that it had leaked or something because there was makeup all on the outside of the bottle and it was way more empty than when I last had it. My mom immediately thinks that my little sister took it and goes into her room to snoop around. The next thing I know, my mom starts tossing the room and I'm trying to get her to stop when she finally dumps out a drawer with not only my makeup but a bunch of makeup of my mom's that had gone missing. My sister had taken two makeup palettes of mine, one I hadn't even opened yet, brushes, lipstick, eyeliner, basically everything. On top of that, my mom found open containers of slime and paint that had seeped into the carpet and other shit she had stolen from around the house. All the makeup she took from my mom and I were destroyed. The palettes were mixed together and cracked, brushes had paint in them, lipstick smashed, and everything was covered in slime. The slime is like (laughs) sending me. It's just like the icing on the cake of a 10-year-old. Yeah. When me and my parents confronted her, she denied everything, even said that she didn't use any of the makeup when it was an obvious lie. My parents have grounded her for a month, no phone, no electronics, and have offered to pay me back, but I don't want them to pay me back. I want her to pay me back. She stole and destroyed nearly $200 in makeup and lied to my face about it. The worst part is I've only been living here for three weeks. Her 11th birthday is coming up in two months, and I'm wondering if I would be an asshole if I made her use her birthday money to pay me back. I feel like taking her birthday money is cruel, especially because it's the only kind of spending money she gets all year, and my parents have suggested chores, but what chores is she going to do for me to pay me back? I do more chores than her, and I pay rent. First thoughts? She's a little kleptomaniac. Yeah. It's crazy that the little girl is still lying when her mom found it all in her room. She's like, I didn't take it. And it's like, okay. Right. And she's going to be 11. It's not like she's five and she's like stealing stuff, smashing it, lying about it. Yeah. You're going to be 11 and you're like getting slime all over your makeup palettes that you stole. And (laughs) So using the birthday money, it's hard though because the parents are doing, I think, the right thing. They're taking responsibility for their child that, Mm -hmm. similar to the last story, they were not supervising their child when she was stealing these things or that wouldn't have happened. So the parents are, I think, doing the right thing. They gave the girl punishment and they're doing what's right for their other daughter, repaying her back Mm -hmm. for the monetary value. So I feel like the parents are doing everything right. I feel like OP is almost just like she has good intentions, but she also has bad intentions in this solution that she thought of because the good intentions is she's like, my parents shouldn't have to pay for this. They didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. My sister did. So she's the one that should have to pay. But at the same time, it's a child. The girl's 10 years old. And at 10 years old, you don't understand the monetary value of makeup and the parents gave the child a punishment that they felt was fit for that crime or that Mm -hmm. action. And I think if the sister learned her lesson with the punishment that her parents gave to her, why would it be on OP, aka this little girl's older sister, to give her even more of a punishment than her parents already gave her? Like, isn't it the parent's job to parent the kid, not the older sister? Especially when the parents have already done what they can to make the situation right? Yeah. I feel like she's... I mean, she might not understand quite how expensive all the makeup and everything was that she took but she knew what she was doing if she knew it was wrong she wouldn't have lied about it and continued to lie even after like the proof was right in front of her that's a good point so she knew what she was doing and she still went ahead and did it and then lied about it and I think that there is some harm in the parents paying the older sister back because the younger sister got grounded and then like that was the end of it but like what if she does something even worse in the future she might just think oh my parents will cover for me again that's a good point too okay but uh, it's like it's not the older sister's job to make that decision and say that like 
yeah the punishment wasn't enough but i am just saying like yeah i understand why she wants the younger sister to pay her back to like really understand what she did yeah i wonder if there's a way that they could teach the little sister the value of money without actually taking her money i don't know like i wonder if they could use the birthday money as a teaching moment yeah and somehow be like i don't know imagine you have to give all this money back or actually yeah make her give the money back like i don't know i don't know what kind of life they live right and like how it's going to affect this little girl if she doesn't have this birthday money but maybe that's what needs to happen to teach her a lesson i don't know i don't know i'm sure there's people out there with kids that know exactly what to do yes (laughs) yes if there's any parents what would you do in this situation Yeah. If you weren't like struggling and I feel like birthday money a lot of the time is like it's just used for like extra toys. Right. Or like extra experiences. Ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Like on top of all the things that your parents just give you in life. I feel like parents, at least I know parents that I know would be like, well, if you want that extra scoop or like the extra toy or the extra Barbie accessory, you can pay for that with your own money. Mm -hmm. So if it's a situation like that and the parents aren't struggling financially or like whatever how would a parent handle this i don't know good thing we're not parents yep (laughs) we will do extensive research before becoming parents yes to figure out how to handle these situations (laughs) there was a slight update edit my parents are not against her paying me back with her birthday money they actually suggested it first they're leaving it up to me to decide how i want to be paid back my grandparents gave her a 200 check every birthday on top of all the toys and art for extra spending money during the year Hmm. So hard. The parents are leaving it on OP. Yeah, that's interesting. Part of me is like, yeah, teach the little girl a lesson and make her give you the $200. But part of me is like, she is a child. Yeah. Like this is, I I don't know. But then then it's like, I could say she doesn't understand. But like, how do you teach someone how to understand? You teach them a lesson. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. It doesn't sound like she apologized. So I don't think she truly sees what she did wrong. Yeah. Even though she knows it was wrong. I don't think she understands like the extent of what she did. Yeah. So maybe that's how you get her to learn that. Yeah. Wow. Wow, guys. Being a parent is hard. Yeah. We're struggling. At least I am. (laughs) Same. I don't know what I would do. I'm really struggling to parent these children on Reddit right now. I know. This is hard work. (laughs) Yeah. There was no overall vote on if this person would be an asshole. I think most of the comments were like, your parents should make that decision. And... Oh, one of the top comments was, what's going on with your little sister that she's stealing and lying? Like, Mm -hmm. that's the root of the problem. Some people are saying, yes, you would be the asshole. Parents are responsible for their underage children's actions, and they offer to make you whole by paying for the makeup. So, yes, you'd be the asshole. Yeah, I do kind of see that. I don't know. I think that the parents should decide. So, OP deciding to take her sister's money... Is she an asshole for that? I don't know. But I just think it's like the family should come to the agreement that the parents should be parenting the kid, not the older sister. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's tough, though. <laughs> I'm not going to bang the gavel because I'm still kind of up in the air. Same. Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Let's do a wedding one. Love it. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my sister her four kids are her plus one? I'm 30 male in the midst of planning a wedding and deciding everything regarding the guest list. We have a 
hard cap of people allowed given the venue's small size. We can only have 105 people. Anything after that would not be allowed due to fire codes and venue policy. I have an older sister, Mia, whose life is a bit of a mess right now. She and her latest ex-partner and dad of one of her kids broke up in the last six months. She has four kids and they are all living at my parents' house for the time being. We opted not to have a child-free wedding after there has been so much drama about it, so Mia's four kids, between four and 11, will be at our wedding. She recently got her invite and stated her name and her four kids' names. She then called me and said, I assume as an adult, I also get a plus one. We told her, no, she's not in a serious relationship and she and her kids are already about 5% of our total guest list. Our caterer also doesn't charge less for kids, so we're paying about $400 for those four kids to be there. We don't want to pay another 100 for some random that she'd bring. She's not dating anyone, but said she could easily find a date or bring a friend to have someone to dance with. We told her she has four kids there and that should be more than enough instead of having a plus one. My dad is on my side and is tired of her taking up the house. My mom is a little more sympathetic, saying I should allow her to have a plus one because that's what you do for adults. Spending $600 on just my sister, her kids, and a date when she's not seeing anyone seriously just seems ridiculous to me though. She is pretty ticked off though. Am I the asshole here? That's a lot of money. I might have an unpopular opinion. You go yeah. first. Um, that is a lot of money. Yeah, that's my that's my first reaction. That's like a ton of money to be putting out for your sister, which like I don't know their financial situation. So yeah, I don't know. Like I like to think I would spend whatever I need to on my siblings because they're my family and I love them. But I don't know. That's a lot of money. And it's like it's tough that they wanted it sounds like they wanted a child-free wedding to start and then there was like drama with it because she has four kids and so now they're accommodating her in that way like letting her kids come so to now also be making this like next request again that isn't necessarily just like a cheap thing for them to do I don't it's a little that's a tough situation I think I think that OP is looking at this wrong because if it's not a child-free wedding, your sister isn't really receiving any sort of privilege or extra care to make her more comfortable or whatever. Because it's not a child-free wedding, there's no expectation that children that you're close with wouldn't be invited. So mm-hmm. OP and his spouse made that decision. So then you shouldn't be like putting that sort of monetary value on it and being like, well, I'm already spending 600 dollars for you and it's like if you're gonna have a wedding and spend that much money you just need to accept that it's gonna cost a hundred dollars for everyone that's gonna attend that's just how weddings work i would get it if they decided to have a child-free wedding and then the sister was like can i please just bring my kids if op said to his sister look we can't afford to have a ton of people there so I'm going to offer you either your kids go or a plus one goes, but we really can't afford to have all of them go. That would be one thing. Mm-hmm. But they're not having a child-free wedding. So OP's kids are their nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that there's anything weird about the kids being invited and them needing to pay for the kids to be there. Like, that just seems pretty standard to me. I feel like I might not be explaining this in the best way, but I feel like the OP almost has, like, this tinge of resentment towards the sister. Yeah. And is like, oh, you have so many freaking kids, like, and mm-hmm. not to pay for all of them. And it's like, yeah, that's how it works when you invite a family mm-hmm. to your wedding. And if you didn't want to pay for the kids, you shouldn't have invited them. And I, I kind of feel like as an adult, this is where the plus one thing comes in. 
question because on one hand, you can be like, it's your wedding. You can offer or not offer plus ones to whoever you want and that's your right. But on the other hand, it's like when you're inviting adults to your wedding and it's people you really care about, if them having a plus one would make them the most comfortable and allow them to have the best time, is that something you should do? I feel like you could argue yes. Yeah. And then OP's dad being on his side, I feel like it's just because he's just a little bit annoyed at his daughter. And he's like, all right, we're giving you so much. We're giving you the free house. Like, we're giving you all of this. You can have one night without a plus one. That's a good point, too. Like, I don't know. Well, do you think they... Because didn't it sound like they want a child-free wedding, but yeah, I guess. they couldn't do it because there was drama, whatever that means? I feel like they should have stated that beforehand, though, and been like, we're accommodating you on the kids, yeah, but we can't handle accommodating you on the kids and the plus one. Right. If you want a plus one, bring a plus one, but then the kids can't come. Yeah. And they can use the reasoning of the venue being small mm-hmm. and maybe the couple not having an unlimited budget. They could give the sister the choice. Yeah, that makes sense. Because even like if money isn't an issue there's still a guest limit right and like my sister just got married a few years ago we were still in the covid era they had their full guest list and they had to cut it down so much and they actually had to cut it down pre-covid because they couldn't fit everyone in the venue and then they had to cut it down even more because of new like covid rules so it's also kind of tough because it's like if you're excluding like your own friends it's hard to give people a plus one and if they're not seeing they don't they don't know the person that well if they're not seeing anyone seriously like you don't know them that well and like yeah you're like cutting like your I don't know like maybe like your college friends or something to like your b-list but then you're giving like someone else like a plus one you don't even know like that's tough too yeah so I don't know that's hard that they would be opening like five spots for the sister. I get it like the kids and her should be a package deal though because they're family. Like I understand that. And since it's not a child-free wedding, like yeah. that should just be a given that they're all going. But yeah, just like they said it's a small venue. So yeah. it's kind of tough because like they said that's 5% of their guest list right there. Right. That is a good point of if they have to cut other people. But I feel like just have a conversation then. Yeah. And tell them that. Yeah. And be like, we obviously have a small venue. And we want friends to be there. So I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he's not an asshole, but I could see where the sister was coming from. Yeah. And I almost feel like the reasoning shouldn't be like, oh, we have to pay $400 for the four kids and then $100 for her and then $100 for the extra person. Like the only argument should be, I don't feel like paying $100 for someone I don't know. I feel like the cost of the kids becomes irrelevant once you decide to have a wedding that's not child free. Yeah, that's true. So I feel like Mm -hmm. his reasoning was just what was making me question it. Yeah. But I get that when you don't have a big venue, not everyone can have a plus one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's an asshole. Yeah. After examining all the evidence. (laughs) But I do think the $400 with the kids and then another $100 for the sister, it's like, that's standard. Don't use that as evidence. Mm -hmm. Just use the extra $100 and the extra seat at the venue as your evidence or your reasoning. Yeah. The main vote was not the asshole. So we agree with them. (laughs) Not the asshole. Let's do another wedding one on the same vein. Am I the asshole for refusing to go to a child-free wedding if my son can't go? My younger brother and sister-in-law are getting married next year, 2024, and sent out the RSVP earlier this February, which is when the whole fight started. The invitation include tickets to the wedding along with the dress code and a semi-letter letting the attendees know this is a child-free wedding along with a few other formalities or rules, whatever they want to call them. Not my wedding, not my rules to make, 
Plus, I don't have children. My only kid is 16 years old, and I am a single mom, so the whole idea of going to the wedding to enjoy a fun night to myself without the kids is not something new nor is it something I've had to worry about for a while. The issue isn't with the rule. The issue is that the invitation originally came with two tickets, and we didn't think much of it because he's not a child, so why wouldn't he be invited? Turns out the no-child rule involves anyone under the age of 18, and we found out when my son brought up the wedding during a family dinner, and both my sister-in-law and brother seemed taken aback, which led to questions and them finding out they had accidentally sent out two tickets, which then led to an awkward conversation, and my son getting uninvited in front of the people present. Damn. I'm genuinely trying really hard to understand their side and the fact that it's their wedding, not mine, but I cannot get past the idea of the way they did so and how they made my son feel. Also, the fact that I had my son at a really young age and his dad was never present, so my brother was like a big brother to my son, so I think my son and me are quite hurt at the idea of my son not attending. I would say me choosing not to attend is nothing personal, but I'd be lying if I did so. I've been getting called immature, petty, and a bitch, but I think the situation would have been different had it been made more clear that my son wasn't going to be invited from the start and not getting his invitation revoked randomly. Yikes. Yikes. Wow. Okay. Deeper than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I feel like if you were that close with someone growing up, like if your sister had a kid at a young age and you were kind of raised as brothers and they're 16, maybe that's a place where you can be like, yeah, I'm having a child-free wedding, but this is my one exception. Mm -hmm. This person I'm extremely close with. You don't have to do that, but I feel like that would be a really good example of a time where you can break your own rules. Yes. I agree. So that's just what I would do if I was in the situation and I was the couple getting married. But that's that decision has already been made and that's not the decision that they went with. So what's happening now is that the mom is refusing to go if the son doesn't go. I also think that the couple, they made a mistake and sent an invite to the kid. So they should just accept that even if they're like, shit, we shouldn't have done that. They should just accept that they did that. Yeah. And let the kid come like that's ridiculous for them to be like oh you're uninvited after you've been expect like but i also wonder does the couple understand how hurt the kid is right because can you not yeah i i mean i just think people make mistakes though and like maybe the brother who's the groom isn't sitting there being like how is my nephew who was raised as my brother going to feel when I uninvite him from my wedding? Like, what is he really going to think deep down? Is he going to be hurt? Like, that's what the groom should do. Mm-hmm. But maybe that didn't cross his mind with all the hustle and bustle. Like, in his mind, he's like, it's a kid, child-free wedding, not coming. Yeah. And also, I think that people, when it comes to weddings, sometimes don't even know that they're allowed to break their own rules. I feel like people have these traditional ideas of what a wedding is. And it's like, it's a girl and a boy. And the girl has bridesmaids that wear dresses. And the boy has groomsmen that wear suits. Mm-hmm. And you get married in a church. And a priest does a thing. Like, blah, blah, blah. But, like... You don't have to do that, like, just because that's what tradition is. And then another example is, like, having a child-free wedding. Just because typically child-free means 18 and under, like, that's what a legal child is. Like, that doesn't mean that you have to follow that rule to a T. Mm -hmm. These are rules that we're making for ourselves. Like, you're allowed to break them, but I feel like sometimes... police aren't gonna... Exactly. Come get you. I think sometimes people forget that because they're like, Mm -hmm. well, this is what a wedding is and I have to do it like this. And it's Mm -hmm. like, you can do whatever you want. So if they realize that they can break their own rules, then they are actively making this decision to keep out this 16-year-old kid, which I feel like 
is an asshole move. I don't know. I, I kind of am with the mom. I don't know. Yeah. No, I am too. I would be really hurt. I feel like yeah. I, like me personally, I can get like... <laughs> kind of like easily hurt like by association like I get mad for people a lot and that would like really hurt me especially like with their specific situation where the son and the brother were like raised together or like very close like I don't know that's just like I would be shocked if they couldn't make the exception especially because he's 16 it's not like he's a child that's gonna be like running around and eating like crayons to draw with at dinner like yeah he's gonna be acting like an adult there I'm sure and it's I feel like just even worse that the mom is a single mom yeah so now is she gonna go to the wedding alone right and sit there all night alone while everyone else has a plus one everyone else is with their partner their spouse and she just gets to be alone yeah like after you uninvited her son that's kind of fricked yeah and it does make it even worse that like she originally had the two tickets and now they're taking one back that's horrible and you know what is also funny that this kid brought it up at dinner when I'm guessing these tickets or whatever would be used to enter the event in some way. So what if he just never brought it up? And showed up. Yeah, and the two of them showed up with their two tickets. Would the couple be like you gotta go you gotta go home child-free wedding i don't know if they're bold enough to uninvite him in front of like their entire family like maybe yeah i don't know yeah i think the couple's just like making a mistake here i don't know i feel like i heard about stuff kind of similar to this like during covid again like people had to like uninvite yeah like because they would send out save the dates so you didn't really get an actual invitation but like some people like i heard would get a save the date and then like no invitation oh so awkward i mean i get it in certain situations it has to be done but like yeah i mean i feel like covid it's more understandable yeah yeah because it's like be for real like we have to cut people down and like i don't know i I feel like covid is just more understandable when people are having these micro weddings right but that's just the only thing i can relate it to yeah uninviting someone like especially (laughs) someone that you're that close with yeah like it's not someone that you invited as a friend and then you guys got in a fight or they did something terrible and you're like well now you're not getting an invite but your nephew that you oh i just don't think i think the couple made the wrong decision on that it sounds like he was like excited and now you're just like i know no yeah so mean most of the top comments were not the asshole the top comment was not the asshole I'd set it out. Maybe the extra ticket was an honest mistake, but do they really expect the name calling to change OP's mind? Their mistake, their shitty response, they're the assholes. Wait, that's so true. They're calling OP immature, petty, and a bitch. Yeah, do you think that's what's going to make her be like, oh, you know what? I am being immature, petty, and a bitch. bitch. I'll ditch my son and come to your wedding now. Thank you for enlightening me. Yeah, like that's just not how you're going to win someone back over. There was a slight edit. Am I confused and a little upset that my son isn't invited to the wedding? Yes, sure. Is that the reason I am debating on not going? No, my decision to not go is based entirely on their attitude, and it's been based on my son's current feelings. If in a year the situation has bypassed, regardless of my son going or not, then my decision might change, but for now, I will stand behind my son and his decision and feelings. That's a good point. She's not basing it off of them uninviting her son. She's basing it more off of them calling her a petty, immature bitch. And uninviting her son in front of the whole family. Yeah. I'm with OP. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not an asshole for sitting that out. I love wedding drama. (laughs) 
<laughs> Wait, this one's funny. This one I have such an obvious answer to. Am I the asshole for leaving my husband alone with the kids for two days? I, 24 female, have two sets of twins. The first set are five-year-old boys and the second set are three-year-old girls. My husband, 27, always complains that the house isn't up to his standards and that it's a mess or that I sometimes put on frozen meals instead of cooking a fresh dinner. It's super irritating because I'm expected to do everything. Just because I work from home, he thinks that I have an easier job than his, which is physical labor. I can never do anything because when he has time off, all he wants to do is sleep and says that he needs it because he is exhausted from work or he wants to use his break to hang out with his friends. So basically, all the chores are usually thrown on me and I had enough of it and it came to show when my friend called me to hang out and when I asked my husband to watch them so I can go, he went on a rant about how he's tired and he's been working all week and the least I could do is watch the children so he could get some rest. I'm home all day with easy work. So I decided after I put the children to sleep that night to leave a note saying that I'll be out to have a night out with the girls, which ended up turning into a weekend out with the girls. When morning time came, he was calling and texting me nonstop. And when I answered, he was yelling at me and cursing me out. My friends overheard the conversation. They were shocked and hung up the phone for me and told me to mute it. I didn't have any plans to stay any longer than that night. But when my friends overheard how my husband spoke to me, they convinced me to stay and even told me, they'd take me out to eat and planned a whole day for me. When I got back, the place was a complete and utter mess, like a pile of full dishes, garbage all over the place, the floors were sticky, there was pee all over the toilet, and the place just smelled awful. My husband, of course, was angry and had a suitcase already packed. He barely said two words to me and just left and texted me saying he'll be staying at his mom's. Now I feel horrible because clearly he couldn't handle taking care of the kids for this long by himself, and I feel like an asshole, and I don't want to in my marriage. Do you think I'm an asshole for the way I acted? Wow. I think there's a solution here. <laughs> it's divorce. What? Okay, I have a few. I have I have many thoughts. Okay. Okay, first off, I can't take credit for this, but it, it is a good point that I heard on the What We Said podcast, which we bring up a we lot. We bring it up a lot, yeah. I think it was their podcast. They were saying that, like, it's crazy when husbands or men have children out in public and people are like, oh, like, you're watching the kids today. How did you get stuck with babysitting? All this stuff. Like, there's no, like, you're watching them or you're baby. Like, they're your kids. You are parenting. Yes. And being a parent. Yes. As a parent should. Yes. It's not like the mom in the relationship is the only person that can watch the kids and take the kids all day. And, and mm-hmm. when the dad has to do it, it's always babysitting. And that that is like the most infuriating thing to me that some people yeah. live life that way. Yeah. Second off, I was talking about this with a friend recently. I was cracking up. Women have evolved so much because we are at a point in society where women hold jobs, run households, raise children, all that. Like they wear many hats and it's like very hard and it's very impressive and many women do it and are able to do it like with ease and men I I feel like I'm gonna get some hate for this but men have not had to evolve as much because they work they go to work they're the breadwinners make money come home and do it all over again like they just go to work and like provide and we're still in a time where like they don't necessarily have to like be holding a job running a household raising children getting an education like all at once 
And I don't know, like, it's just so crazy that, like, some people still expect women to solely be the managers of their home. Like, that is a full-time difficult job to coordinate, like, everyone's schedules, care for everyone, like, run a household. Like, that's just so crazy. And then to also have a career, like, a full-time job. Like, this person posting, like, works from home. She has a job. And she's also, like, running the entire home. Like, it's just... Yeah. I feel like, wait, to your point, that idea of like the dad goes to work the mom is the stay-at-home mom like we're just now getting to a point in like society and culture that that is becoming not the standard I guess like now people are like trying to break the mold and people are I feel like more now getting behind the idea that when a dad has kids he's not babysitting but Mm -hmm. I remember when I was growing up my dad always said that he would watch us all the time my dad is such an amazing dad and we were left alone with him all the time my mom went on business trips and my dad watched us and it was the same life that we would have if my mom was there watching us like Mm -hmm. because he's a capable adult and a capable father and he said that he would go to work and people would be like oh you're stuck babysitting the kids this weekend and my dad literally would be like I'm not babysitting anyone it's my kids like that's not babysitting Mm -hmm. that's like you said just being a parent and I was like I'm so thankful that my dad was like that and he didn't make it seem like when we were alone with my dad it didn't seem like it was a chore or like an inconvenience to him and his plans yeah it was the same feeling that I got when I was alone with my mom and it was the same feeling I got when both my parents were present Mm -hmm. like they're just parenting us it's Mm -hmm. not babysitting and I could see how it would be difficult for one person to handle four kids like that's hard on anyone Mm -hmm. so I feel like OP it's a little bit weird that she just left one night and then stayed out for an entire weekend with no warning because I think that that would be hard for anyone I'm sure that would even be hard for OP if she was expecting her husband to come home that night and he was like by the way I'm out for the whole weekend she would probably be like what yeah. Like, come home. I need you to, like, help. But it also, it seems like he doesn't help at all anyway. So maybe that wouldn't matter. But that's the only thing I'm kind of like, why did OP do that? Mm-hmm. Like, it is just a little bit weird to go out for a whole weekend and not tell anyone in your family that you were going to be gone and, like, stay out that long. Yeah, it's a bit irresponsible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the husband's reaction was also so weird. Mm -hmm. Like, the wife went out. The husband did nothing. Like, I I mean, I think the husband is ridiculous. Like, if anything, if it was a healthy relationship, the husband would have called the wife and been like, babe, where are you? Yeah. Like, what can I do to make you come home? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, are you okay? Like, what's happening that you're just out for a weekend without telling me? But the fact that the husband called her and was berating her and yelling at her over the phone, this is not a healthy relationship. No. And you don't deserve this person. Neither do your kids. Clearly, the kids were being neglected if the whole house is disgusting after two days of you being gone. Yeah, that is wild. Why would you want a husband like this? Ugh. A husband that can't handle himself? No. One of the most attractive things in a man is someone that has their life together Mm -hmm. and that can keep a house relatively clean for two days. Yeah. Like, that's insane. You're not asking much. No! (laughs) This is what you do every single day. And then, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's literally treating you like you don't have a job. It's like, oh, you work from home, so you're home all day anyway. Mm -hmm. Home all day. Like, there are preschools that have four kids in them total or, like, 
stay-at-home preschools or nannies or whatever that Mm -hmm. have four kids that they watch every day. And that's their whole job. That's their full-time job is watching kids, four kids every day. So that's what your wife is doing on top of having a full-time job. This is absurd. Yeah. I would, I, I would tell the husband, don't come back. Say it, your mom's. Honestly, yes. And then he'd get a letter in the mail and it would be divorce paper. I think that's how it works. Yeah. I don't know, but I would figure it out. (laughs) The top comment highlighted the sentence, but I don't want to ruin this marriage. Honest question. Why not? It sounds like a pretty shitty marriage, to be honest. Exactly what good thing are you getting out of it? Sounds like he gets his rest, a housemaid, and a cook. He gets to go out with his friends. What exactly do you get? Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) True. (laughs) I think he's so selfish and he's immature. Entitled. Yes. I feel so bad for this OP. Me too. Get out of there. Agreed. Easier said than done, but True. get out of there. It was easy for him. It was easy for the dad to pack his bag and leave. True. So maybe it's not easier said than done. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe you're already halfway there. Ugh. I hate it. <laughs> Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> Ick. What a loser. Yeah. Yeah. Literally such a loser. Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about that? I mean, I guess yes, because you just said it. But like, just like <laughs> think about how many people in the world, not just men, women too, are just such losers. losers. And then people are like, I don't want to ruin my relationship. Why? What type of relationship is this? All you do yeah. is take care of a full grown adult who doesn't have their shit together. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you want that? You're with a loser. Yes, a loser. Ew, any man or no, anyone in general, not just a man, any partner that yells at you and berates you and doesn't let you have free time and takes advantage of you and doesn't help you in the life that you guys are creating together, that's not a partner. That's a child. No. Yeah, that's a fifth child. For yeah, you. <laughs> she literally has five children and one of them's 27. Mm-hmm. Ooh, bad. <laughs> bad okay let's do one more okay should we do one that's i don't know if other people would think it's wholesome i'll do one that i think is wholesome because i feel like it's so cute when kids are like just like full of love yeah and like wholesome okay here's an example on christmas eve we were doing a pollyanna and my cousin's daughter is like five five years old i think yeah and she's so cute she's just like such a nice little girl and she loves barbies and our family puts in all these random gifts that a kid wouldn't want there's wait sorry pollyanna is like a regional term yes sorry also called like white elephant yes where you put the presents in the middle and like everyone chooses yeah just a disclaimer (laughs) sorry i don't know why our family calls it pollyanna you're right it's actually called a white elephant so yeah white elephant where (laughs) there's a ton of gifts in the middle and everyone picks one and you wind up with this random item and yeah most of them are not things that kids want but my mom buys like these separate presents for my cousin's kids so that they can have a toy but we still wrapped it and like put it in the middle so it'd be fun for them then everyone's like oh pick that one like in the Mm -hmm. middle whatever so my dad picks the Barbie that my mom wrapped and put in and my cousin's daughter was like and everyone's like it's okay like guess what like how the game works is you can steal it from him Mm -hmm. so just wait your turn and then you can take it and then she took it on her turn and it was happy and then on my mom's turn she's really close with my cousin's daughter and she's like I think I want the Barbie and everyone's like oh no like ha 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 Mm -hmm. and our cousin's daughter is like oh like a little bit sad then my mom was like just kidding like it's fine and then my cousin's daughter is she goes over to my mom with the barbie still in the packaging and she goes you can have it so cute it was so sweet and i was like that was the cutest thing i've ever seen like she really thought my mom wanted it and she was gonna give it up the one thing she really wanted i was like 
<laughs> that would like make me cry. Yeah. And then my she's aunt so who cute. is I know. My aunt who is her grandmother mm-hmm. was like, Oh, she's just saying that so she has an excuse to come back over your house and like yeah. come and visit the Barbie. And like <laughs> it was so funny. But like I was like, that was so sweet. Like you could tell she genuinely was like gonna give up the Barbie. Yeah. And like children are so pure. I know. And just nice. Anyway, so this story kind of made me think of that because it had like a it had a sad start, but then a wholesome ending. Okay. So it might be a tearjerker. Oh, no. (laughs) Am I the asshole for not treating all of my kids the same? My husband, 42 male, and I, 33 female, have been in a relationship for four years. However, we did not introduce children until the second year. Recently, my stepdaughter, 10 female, accused me of not loving her as much as my biological children. One female, five male, seven male, nine female. Wow, that's a lot of kids. Like your family. Yeah. (laughs) While I assured her that I love her deeply and she means the world to me. I also explained that my love for my biological children is different as I have been with them since their birth. This statement upset her and she expressed her feelings to me. I now feel extremely guilty and my husband thinks I'm wrong and I think I am too. So what do you think? Yeah, that's not the best way. She basically was like, her stepdaughter was like, I don't think you love me as much as you love your biological kids. And the mom was like, well, yeah, I just have a different type of love for them. Yeah. Not a good look. Wait, how old is the stepdaughter? Ten. Yeah. That's so young. The way she explained it was just so wrong. And I know it it probably just came off differently than what she meant it. It was not good. So everyone voted her the asshole, but... (laughs) But there was an update. There was a positive update. Okay, here's okay. here's the happy ending we were all hoping for. I was going to say, is that it? Yeah, I was like, that's it. She's, Kelly, like, she's an asshole. Kelly's like, it's a tearjerker, but it feels good at the end. And I was like, waiting. Like, <laughs> Sorry. I did. Like, it was funny because I like ended and you just didn't say anything. You're like, okay. <laughs> okay. You're like, isn't that a feel good? I'm like, what? Okay. Here's here's the edit. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So she realized she fricked up badly. (laughs) I asked my stepdaughter to come downstairs as we needed to talk. I started apologizing to her for what I said. I told her that the love between me and my biological children comes naturally, but the love I have for her developed as I got to know her beautiful personality. She told me that she forgave me, but I know for a fact I'm going to have to do a lot more than apologize for her to forgive me fully. I asked her if she would like to go shopping, just us, and she agreed. We got to know each other so much better, and we had the most fun we've ever had together. She told me that she loved... This is where I'm going to cry. Aww. She told me that she loved me so much, and it seems so far all is going well between us. We are planning on going swimming and to the cinema tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. Aww. She told her she loved her so much. Aww. Like, the maturity yeah. of this little 10-year-old girl and just the amount of love that she has, like, after she came to her stepmom and presented a problem about how she was feeling Mm -hmm. and then she was hurt by what her stepmom said and then she forgave her when the stepmom apologized like kids are so pure that's so cute it's so sad because she probably went to her like I don't obviously I don't know her their family situation but maybe she's wanting a mother figure yeah and she went to her and was like I feel like you don't love me as much as your other kids and like essentially she's saying I just want you to love me as much as your other kids <laughs> crying <laughs> 
like she's like i just want a mom pretty much and like a mom like a relationship with you and then the mom was like well you're right (laughs) i know the mom made such a bad mistake but she realized it immediately yeah Yeah. and she apologized oh that's so cute that she forgave her that the little daughter was like i love you so much yeah that would just wreck me you know what i also like i was listening to another podcast recently and it was actually a mom and a daughter had an episode together and it was like really i recommend it it was the bad broadcast i'll just put it out there and it was one of her earlier episodes with her mom and it was a really good episode i like i recommend it to everyone who has a mom (laughs) pretty much but it was a really nice episode but they were saying like sometimes like you forget your mom as a person too and like she needs to hear things from you as like her child or her daughter or you know like whatever your relationship is yeah and like in this story the little girl probably understood that her stepmom needed her forgiveness you know what i mean like kids kids know that sometimes like they know what to say for their parents cute Cute. wholesome wholesome (laughs) right that's wholesome there there was yeah thank god i was like Uh, she told her daughter that she didn't love her (laughs) isn't that so wholesome the end the end (laughs) no it was it was good it ended happy. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Love that. Yeah. Aw. I liked this one. Yeah. That was fun. I feel like the stories were all over the place. So I'm like, is children a good theme? Like, yeah. I don't know what to call it yet. Maybe just would, children. Yeah. Am I the asshole children? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And like, again, we don't have kids, so maybe <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about. So. Yeah. If you're a parent and we yeah. just made like a grave mistake, please tell us yes. <laughs> before we have yeah, our own children. Like, Never do this, yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Any final thoughts? I feel like we we said a lot. Yeah. Cool. I love kids. Me too. <laughs> just to let everyone know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I like when kids are sweet. It like makes my heart like explode. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I do want 10 children. And then when yeah. I see like a few kids running around and screaming, like my cousin's kids, they're all so cute. But then when they're all together, I'm like, it is very loud in here. Yeah. But they're all so sweet and yeah, I love them all. Cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.